So why don't we start when you feel your body's all here and your head feels clear, clear enough, um, settled. You start with the movement, the waterfall, so you increase the stretch, which sends more energy through the system. So it's good to start a session with just something very, very simple. Well, well, the system kind of warms up, you know, you don't do anything major, you just get everything kind of wo- woken up first of all, flexing in the shoulder, rotation in the head, hips, feet, you know, all the bits are together. And then you want you, and you can do some Something a bit more uh, vigorous. So the waterfall is a nice one that uh, stretches the tendons in the legs. Uh, so cultivates this uh, extension through the lower back and the sides of the body falling upwards. And so there's a few nice things that occur with this one. So you get your stance whereby your back leg's at 45 degrees to the, to the front leg. Hips are facing over the front. Face front and you can come back on your back leg. You find the, the length of stance, the width of your stride that enables you to come back on that back leg bending the knee, keeping the front foot glued to the floor and without bending the front knee at all, moderate, come back, lower your body through the bending of the back leg and you want to have your stance wide enough to get a, a feeling of stretch in the tendons in the back of the leg. So if you 
they're quite flexy, you might want a wider stance. If they're not very flexy, you might want something shorter. So you've got to operate in accordance with what your body's uh, ready for. And when we come back, we don't lean back. You, you, you sit, you keep your spine uh, uh, not exactly straight, but you don't, you don't turn back. You come back, come back, and then you fold over with the out breath. Yeah, so, breathing in, coming back, and breathing out, breathing out, then fold at the hips. You get familiar with the basics of the movement. Uh, bits are there, the legs are operating properly. You want to make sure that back leg's doing its bit to work. As then you push the back leg, so the back leg straightened, as it straightens, coming up to the hips, lower back. Lengthening through the back, breathing out, push and breathe in, push, straighten your back leg, coming up through the hips into the lower back, lengthening upwards. the other foot. Breathe out, you want to breathe out bending your back leg as much as you can. Folding in the hips, lowering the body, letting the hands touch or the fingertips trail towards the floor. Getting how loose you are, you may be able to even touch the floor. And the fingertips, a full circle.
using the movement to moderate, moderate the breath. So as we pushing up, top, and then weight at the top, and the breath descending, and the hands descending with the movement of the breath. So yeah. It's about really all these exercises help us to stop the mind controlling the breath and let the body do the breath. Being prepared to wait for a breath. So include a spinal twist, a little more complex, but a twist using the turn the spine as we come up. And this one breathing in, make take a look, perhaps a wider stance. And let your hips turn. If you come back, turn your hips to the side, pushing from the back leg, turning the hips towards the front, breathing out, back on the back leg, turn the hips to the side, pushing the back leg, so we get a turning of the hips they come round to the front mm. as you come back your back leg bends your front leg must be straight all the time that to one side then pushing from the back legs back leg straightening turning hips forward coming up into the lower back right moving out that movement and then you can take that movement further up into your shoulders so as you complete that pushing up it's also completed by turning your shoulders so you're getting a full twist. You see what I'm doing with my hands here, sweeping, and then back hand coming back, and the head turning to look at the back hand. So then you get the full twist. 
the hips, centre back, shoulders, neck. See where I'm adding some hand hand movement there. Breathing in, breathing out, begin to push with that hand, turning your back. So the end of the movement's like that. Looking towards your back hand, you may not be able to turn to it, that's the intention. Front hand is pushed forward with the palm open and the fingers back. Yeah. Front leg is straight. See out breath. Breathing in, circle over. This is just so good for your spine. a lot about the spine today I think and uh, we have these very big muscles in the thigh the glutes in the back the buttocks the hips these are the ones you want to get working the big ones yeah. and you use those to, for your power so you can and you use that to those power muscles to turn the spine around so it's important, you know, the spine is basically can do, can articulate in several ways. One is, is this way, which we're aware of, but sometimes we just do the top bit. <laughs> so you see it's a flexible series of joints, so if any bit moves, all of it has to move, otherwise you're going to damage it. It flexes that way, it also flexes that way, remember. They're pushing in from the lower back. This is where the muscles are that you want to develop, is in your lower back, so use your push from the lower back and release the shoulders. Relax the shoulders so that will allow your chest to open. Take the left to the letting the head, the neck fall back.
you know, the other so we've got that, that, those movements the other one we want to get is the, the, the spines um, turning turning the spine so the spine can also turn and again um, just something to to really get clear about particularly in, in walking because if you if you don't if you don't stand and walk in the proper way it really damages everything and people get such a lot of back damage mm. now if you go onto one leg bend that knee and just lift lift the other leg from the hip try to keep your thigh your calf muscle loose your thigh muscle loose just use that hip Let it dangle there. Let it can dangle there. Okay, send the other one. And if you move your hip leg out to the side, that's going to be definitely the hip movement. The thigh can't do that. Our thigh can only do this. So if you want to wake up your hip, take your leg out to the side. Then these big Roto, rotor muscles here are going to operate. Mm. And these are the ones you want to get working. Hips. So let's come onto one leg. So lift your leg from your hip. You, you can maintain balance through bending the other leg. <coughs> so as you do so then Say in your right shoulder, if you're doing a right leg, pull the right shoulder back. And forward again. Pull your right shoulder back. Feel the stretch in your, in your back. Okay, so now take up that position again. Feet are evenly spread. Onto one leg, lift your hip. And Pull your right shoulder back and do a spinal twist. Put your foot down, you notice your foot has moved. <coughs> so take the other leg, bend one knee, so you right, bend your right knee, lift your left leg from your hip. Notice it's, it's in line with your right foot. Pull your left shoulder back, turn, come back again, put your foot down, notice your left foot's moved forward. Get that. That left, those feet have moved without you using your thighs at all. What's happening is just by turning your hip and your shoulders, using your shoulders, turning your shoulders, you can operate your legs, your feet.
turn in the shoulders is turning in the that turn goes down the back into the hips and as it comes to the hips it pulls the foot the leg forward turns the hip Now, just come back to standing and standing, looking ahead, pull your, your neck back in line with your spine and then turn, turn your shoulders, keeping your head facing front that's how that feels and how far your shoulders can go like that might better go almost completely 90 degrees. Okay, standing now, lean your head forward. Do the same movement. How does that feel? How far does that get? Probably not very far. So if your head is tipped forward, your shoulders can't properly articulate. Your shoulders don't articulate, they don't articulate the hips. The hips don't articulate, your walking is not natural and flowing. So this means when we do walking meditation, what we don't do is So this sense of, you know, downcast gaze does not mean, you know, freezing your shoulders up and then that which then paralyzes your hips and makes your walking loses flow. When you do walking meditation, any kind of walking really, walking, you know, to your car, just really bring your head back and try to get the sense of you know, the shoulders and the hips moving together. And you find as your left shoulder comes back, it's going to slightly tip your left left forward. This is a very easy, pleasing way to walk. You just kind of make it. You know, so we walk like this as we walk. So you feel your entire body is with that and your mind is a lot more sort of soft, loose and again it's really getting the mind out of the way of the body so the mind isn't always sitting on top of the body trying to operate it because the mind doesn't know how to do it. it thinks it does <laughs> your body you know so you want to let your body do the walking so your mind can do what minds are good at which is you know widening softening <laughs> and it feels much happier like that Let's see, we just really 
get your body to to remember that. Like, oh, thank goodness, that crazy mind's off off my back now. I can walk. feeling of the whole thing and because it's comfortable your mind will quite much more readily settle into it because you've got something pleasant and flowing to settle into. So let's <coughs> just do the the last um, piece for a spine today, which will be articulating this this way. So we've done this, we've done that, we turned it, you know, which is great for the all the discs and the the um, joints of the spine to be vertebrae to be gently turned, so they're, they're massaged, and then that brings a lot more vitality up your back which I'm really trying to encourage you to use as a resource not just as a something you hang your coat on <laughs> so your spine is much freer then this affects the way your shoulders are strapped to your spine and you can just even small movements with your shoulders, you know, lengthening between your shoulder and your ear, coming down. Sometimes it's you know some some pieces will flex with big movements, and some people some pl- some pieces you have to do small movements, you know, almost imperceptible to really get into particular ways in which your shoulder blades are, are strapped to your chest and back. So you explore, you know, the turning in and then the turning back and using your hands and your fingers, your arms to generate turning back. Because we remember that you can't you can't stretch tissue that's already active you can only stretch tissue that's relaxed so you want to if you want to stretch something you've got to stretch pieces next to it yeah so if we stretch our arm muscles relax the shoulders and everything you know then the the loose bit the relaxed bit gets the effect of the twist Uh, that's just a piece of you know something to, to bear in mind something feels tight you can't you can't relax it through operating it you relax you operate around it to encourage it to to soften and okay let's let's um, take the ball above our heads and bend knees a little bit more 
So remember again if you if your knees are bent this means that both the thighs and the calves muscles are awake. If your knees are straight then they both go to sleep. You bending your knees it causes both those muscles mass uh, masses to, to wake up. Yeah. We're not asking to do anything, but just to be awake. And we can feel energy from the legs coming up to the lower back. And pleasant lengthening into the sky. Feeling the balloon full of water above our heads. Just a very few inches of turn if you can get right down into the sacroiliac region, small movement, right down in that pelvic mass, and the bigger the movement coming up your back lumbar region like a tree in the wind out breath in breath exercising in the lumbar region the wind and the little bit of the time in the area behind the solar plexus, the spine behind the solar plexus and behind the shoulders, between the shoulders. Come to this this area, say that the, the thorax we don't just have chest, we have back in this region. And breathing in, lengthening, lengthening up your rising side, lengthening the, the, the tissues in your rising side as your shoulders coming out. into the area between the shoulders and then finally carefully going up into the neck and letting the the neck muscles the neck vertebrae also a bit of a massage here, loosening the leg mu- neck muscles. And see if you can let your cranium, your skull, come all the way over with the out breath. Hang there, waiting for the in breath.
piece. Okay. So you kind of keep your head facing front. And just contemplate the this really where the, the neck and the, the skull join. Your head facing front. down, we're putting them on cushions, so it's a still f feeling as if you're being held by the space around you, and then the arms drift down. lengthening your spine upwards, drawing the spine in, letting that suggestion keep the chest opening, letting that our hands travel in both directions. But it's as if it's first of all coming from the legs and then the spine drawing in if we are cultivating the back and get the sense of allowing the arms to travel, hands to travel in both directions. You know, feeling the way from your shoulders through your bicep into the elbow. Can that be extended? And then from the Elbow down into the wrist. Yeah. And even extending in your wrist, in your thumb joint, opening the palm, fingers. What would it be like to be a, like an eagle, you know? your hands dip down to waist height so they can rest a little more at waist height resting on two balls in the stream
So think of the stream bubbly running up against your legs over your feet behind your legs and carrying your hands Using the feeling the warming effect of uh, stretch and tension, and expanding that warming effect. float forward arms come parallel to each other around the ball arms uh, facing each other just wrap around that and successively the ball subsiding and drawing in form subside (coughs) staying with what feels useful about that in terms of the overall effect and then continue standing, sitting, walking (laughs) 